For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call Woo. That's All Studios at the it's Avenue. Party, baby. This is Scalzo and Brust. Woo. Presented by Bud Light it's a party, baby. on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Big day for Benny Badger. We'll see if it's a big day for the Badgers as they host number five, Purdue, at the Kohl Center tonight. Brust will be in attendance. I'm Greg Scalzo, Josh DiMaggio, Alex G. Running the show across ESPN Wisconsin. You, the Scalzo and Brust family, calling, texting 844-770-3776. Would you want DeAndre Hopkins on the Packers in exchange for a second-round pick? He's a $30 million cap pit, 30 years old. He's also signed through 2024. Would you want him on the Packers if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback? That's one question. If Jordan Love was the quarterback, that's another question. But right now, we have a very special guest. You hear him every day. One of the stars of Wilde and Tausch. Weekdays, 9 to noon, across Finally these various stations. Uh, he is the hall monitor himself, Jesse Nelson. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Jesse challenged Ben Bruss to a bowl off. Is that correct? So this goes back a long ways. I don't remember who challenged who first, but... This week, when I found out Ben would be here and available on Thursday afternoon, I said that would be an appropriate time for our bowl-off. So, yes, I initiated today's challenge. So you initiated the challenge. Mm-hmm. You gave Ben Bruss 22 pins because you were yeah. confident that you would beat him. Mm-hmm. You told me in private, which I normally keep my private conversations private, mm-hmm. but in this case, I feel like we could bring it into the public world, that you would have given him 37 pins. Mm-hmm. If he uh, had negotiated better, which Ben... He sounds so defeated. You did a nice job negotiating 22, but we still have some work to do on those negotiation skills. Yeah, but I also was confident I was going to smack the crap out of him. 37 pins, and the final score by my understanding was 222 for Ben Brust, 195 for Jesse Nelson, which is kind of right where you expected to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, by all accounts, oh, he's that, that's a turn of 49 pins uh, that you lost by. So I'd, I'd like to say a few things, okay. Greg, right. if you don't mind. The floor is yours. Um, I've come to terms a bit with what happened this afternoon. It's a quick grieving process. Uh, I bowled right around where I thought I would be. Like, I thought, you know, I'm coming in not too cold because I bowled three weeks ago. I thought 200 is right around where I'd be, 190, 200. I did not think Ben Brust was capable of throwing more than a 170 after a year off. So I'm going to tip my cap to Benny Bowling for throwing a 222 when a 254 is the best game of his life, according to him. And he comes in in his 30-pin shot. He's basically a strike and a half shy of that. That's a pretty good day for it was, Ben Bruss. It was capable if I pick up uh, you know, an early spare. <laughs> I don't like this. You see how pleased Ben is with himself? Yeah. You see how defeated like, wh- Jesse is yeah. right now? While he's humbled, though, he's like... 
He's taking the high. Uh, this isn't what I wanted. I, what, Jesse, how embarrassed feel, are you right I now? You're so cocky. I feel a few different ways. I feel like the small dog that thinks he can bark, bark, bark at the big dog, and then the big dog takes one step at him, and he puts him in his place. I feel like that. I feel like Tony Romo probably did when Dak Prescott came to town. It's like, you know what? Maybe I'm better off serving as a color analyst on BullStreamTV.com for the high school bowling <laughs> state championships this Sunday instead of trying to put my hat Which back, you do very out, well. back out on the... I asked him, Greg, if he needed a color commentator. I'm available. Jesse, to me, is the best uh, color commentator I've ever heard on a bowling broadcast. High school bowling especially. I feel I thrive there. Uh, I feel dejected. <laughs> I didn't believe when Ben threw three strikes in a row to begin the match. <laughs> yeah. Turkey time now, yeah. turkey time. When he threw three in a row to start, I thought, wow, those weren't really great throws, but that's fine. Like, he'll come back down to earth. Let's walk through that. So he throws, mm-hmm. he gets the turkey time to start yeah, off. Turkey time out. At what point? <laughs> he was, he was, he was strut. He wasn't a turkey, Greg. He was oh, a peacock. No. He Where was peacocking. Really? Oh. I, Greg, come he on. Was, he was strutting around the lane going, whoa, whoa, whoa. So at what point in the – you said after three, you yep. weren't concerned. No. At what point were you concerned, and at what point were you just like, oh, no, this is – like I'm I listened done. to the start of the show to see how Ben was going to uh, approach this conversation. He's right. Seventh fr- – we're pretty much neck and neck at, at the midway point, about halftime. We're about even. He throws a couple of strikes in a row. Seventh frame, I leave a split. Bad split. No way I'm picking up the split. And I think to myself, oh, no. <laughs> that was the moment where when I threw a bad ball and, and I left that for myself, I knew Well, and it also it came after my second turkey yep. time because I went three strikes, yep. nine open. Get yep. that ready to go again, G. Yep. And then another turkey time. <laughs> he went big time turkey time. He, he did. Uh Th- because in bowling, Greg, <laughs> there's no defense. Like it's like golf. There's no defense in golf. You could like you can step in front of the person's line on the green. Like if I wanted to, like yeah, I could have scuffed up the floor a little bit for him, and we could have gone dirty. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to beat him fair you and square. Have, you couldn't have conducted a little mental warfare and though, square. and try to get him a little shake in his boots. Or I, it backfired. I tried the mental warfare. He Greg, brought his two ninety nine. I brought the two ninety nine trophy, which it just happened to be in my bowling bag, and I was like, wow, I might as well put this up here. A little intimidation tactic. It's like when we. Wisconsin wins the axe all those years. You put the axe right there, you say, come get it. Well, he laughed at it. He didn't think the axe was, like, something cool at all. He was like, you call that a trophy. Like, you're a choker. You got a 299. <laughs> Alpha said, you got that? I got a Final Four ring. <laughs> which felt cool. Which felt cheap. It, yeah, that one. That one felt like he was being a... Yeah, but that's mental warfare. I was going to lose at no cost or win at all costs. Were you surprised with how intense and serious Ben took this? No. I'm just surprised he was good. Yeah. And I, I got I to eat a lot of humble pie, which if I was in an eating contest, I think I'd do pretty well at that right now. <laughs> Any, anything else shock you stand out? I feel bad for I, him. It, I talked blank, and I got hit at Boulevard what, what, what's the What's the meme going around? Bleep around and find out? Yep. Jesse that, found out. I found out today. Is that new? I don't know. It's been around a while. But. <laughs> That's just a saying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not hip. I just kicked your ass. I do believe... If there were to be a rematch at any point, uh, Ben did pull one. He didn't tell you this. Ben did pull one a little bit. What did I pull? In 
pregame warm-ups. Oh, no, Jesse. No, no, you've you agreed so to good. this. In you've been doing so good, warm-ups. and now you're going to be the excuse so guy. So we, yeah. we had a mutual understanding. We talked over the terms. Three warm-up tosses per person. <laughs> so <laughs> we, throw, we each throw three. And then Ben turns to me after the second shot, and he goes, oh, we should do three frames, not three throws, because we had a way to set up. It was like, yeah, sure, okay, let's do three frames. So I threw an extra ball. Then I thought I had one more practice frame. Ben throws one, goes, I'm good. You good? I said, I gave you the opportunity. I said, no, I'm going to take another one. And then I said, wait, that's not fair. I don't want you to be able to use this. I'm good. Let's go. But he didn't hold his ground. Like he had every uh, opportunity to do. I, was, I yeah. was under the uh, impression that there would be another warm up frame, which I think would have gone a long way to finding the He's strike line. He's blaming losing by forty nine pins think that that on a warm up game. Not saying it's an excuse. Saying it was a fact. If, if Ben prevented you from taking that third frame, I didn't. I, I would have said, yeah, you've got a leg to stand on. But you were more concerned. He was, he was confident. You were more concerned about Ben's. How, what Ben was going to say after he lost than you were about winning the actual game. He has a Wisconsin Badger bowling ball. It's kind of cool. It 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 is, but it's so like he pulled out. Like, Look at my Wisconsin Badger bowling you ball. Have a, you have two ball. balls. You have Badger a spare ball, ball dude. That's what bowlers have, Ben. You're yeah, not a bowler. You're not a real I'm bowler. I'm embarrassed that you showed me up in my domain today. I'm angry about it. I thought I was over it. I'm not over it. I'm upset that you took me to task <laughs> I thought you were over on it. what I'm good at. You came into my house and you made my bed. You were on and your knees. And I don't like it. You were on your knees, buddy. <laughs> I mean, he's giving himself up here. You don't have to kick the man while he's down. That's what I do best. That's what he does. You know uh, that. What do you feel confident at this point you could beat Ben in a competition? If there was a rematch, I would get him back. Yeah, there's no doubt. If there was a rematch, I would get him. If we bowled a f- this was the NFL playoffs and he's lucky. This was March Madness and he's lucky. If this was best, best of seven, best of five, best of three, I would even he go as far as say that gone, I've got this. man. All right, well, we'll we'll potentially get that back. But other than bowling, is there anything else? Ping pong. Oh, I'd smoke him. I'd smoke him. I'd take him in ping pong. I'm good at ping pong. Were you going to take me in bowling too? Today is not the day that I should be talking trash about what I could beat you <laughs> in. But yes, I could beat you in ping pong. Well. Let me know when and where, and I'll smoke you in that, too. I'll even give you some points. Jesse Nelson of Wilde and Tausch, any final words? Uh, BowlstreamTV.com, Greg. Sunday morning, the high school bowling state championship. Can't you at least promote the Monona Grove girls basketball game that you're going to be doing tonight? Monona Grove and ESPN Madison. I'm so deep in his head, he's gone. (laughs) Sectional semifinal tonight, Monona Grove McFarland. It's your pregame warm-up for Wisconsin-Purdue. Very fun. How many times are you going to think about my two turkeys? I am thankful that I have a high school basketball game to broadcast tonight on 100.5 ESPN because if I didn't, I would just be sitting at home, head in my hands, dejected. You know what the worst part is? You're going to get done with the game. You're going to go home, try and lay down and go to sleep, and you're going to replay that game all uh, night long. I'm going to be living in your dreams. I want to thank you, Ben. Because uh, you've now provided me some motivation to get over to the Princeton Club. Uh, because apparently I'm going to be having to wash your car this summer. And so I've got a few months of ramp oh, up. Oh, yeah. To... For the record, because mm-hmm. I beat Jesse, the agreement was he has to wash my Zimbrick Mercedes, very sexy car, mm-hmm. in a swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Who gets to pick the swimsuit? I said he's got to wear the Borat swimsuit. <laughs> 
I cannot wait for this. I, I will not be doing that. <laughs> what, are you gonna, Speedo? I've already lost all my pride today, Ben. We'll talk Let about, me wear a normal swim trunks. We'll talk about the punishment another day. Jesse Nelson, you can listen to him tonight on the call for Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN. Madison, and of course, always on Wildy and Does that Tosh. make me the resident bowler of ESPN Wisconsin? I think it does. Caller 6, caller 9. We're playing over under next. And Scalzo and Ross, caller 6, caller 9, 844-770-3776. Joshi and or Alex G have a category for us. I'm not sure which one. Uh, they also get an over under line for the amount of correct answers that uh, Ben and I will get out of 10 guesses within three minutes. We're not sure what that is either. Caller 6, you'll learn both. You say over or under, depending on how much you believe in us. Caller number 9, you're stuck on the other side. Winner wins a fantastic gift card. Caller 6, caller 9, 844-770-3776. Over or under next. It's Galson and Brust. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Brust. Asking the senseis of sorts at the Darkness Retreat to find news regarding the Packers and Aaron Rodgers is like asking you to like critique postmodern art. Scalzo and Brust. Critique postmodern art? Yeah. When does that start? When was pre-modern art? What do you think? I don't know. For like I know, I know that. that there's the the Super Bowl era. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Ben Brust, Greg Scalzo, Josh DiMaggio, Alex G. You, the Scalzo and Brust family, calling, texting 800, excuse me, 844-770-3776. That's the ESPN Wisconsin. Talking text line today, uh, 262 chimes in, says we need Jesse Nelson versus a middle schooler to give him a chance of winning like we did for Ben in Are You Smarter Than Ben Brust? <laughs> That's low. That's really low, but I love it. Is it low? I mean, Jesse supposedly is good at bowling. I know I'm bad at trivia. Okay. Uh, We do have uh, more video, more content to share from the epic bowl matchup, uh, bowling matchup from earlier today with Jesse Nelson and Ben Brust. I'm sure that'll be creeping out on social here uh, over the next couple of weeks. I'm not sure if it's Alex G uh, hosting uh, the over-under today. Sounds like G. Or Joshy D, but let's fire it up. Will the guys hit the over, or will they disappoint like they usually do? It's time for Over Under on Scalzo and Brust. It is Over Under on Scalzo and Brust. Uh, Here's how the game works. Alex G is a category. We don't know what it is. He's got an Over Under line for the amount of correct answers. Ben and I will get out of 10 guesses within three minutes. We don't know what that is either. Caller number six was... Travis in Cambridge, he believes in us. He said, I'll take the over. That means Adam and Madison, caller number nine, stuck on the other side. They got the under. Uh, winner wins themselves a wonderful gift card to North and South. Alex G., what do we got this week? Your category is 
colleges the Packers have drafted the most players from in the past decade. The over-under set at six and a half. Are you ready, gentlemen? It's a high over I'm still writing on the question. Colleges the Packers have drafted drafted players out of. Last ten years? Last ten years. The most. Six and a half? Six and a half. Joshy was not kind. Give me a little scrap. I want to write something. Backside over on one or zero. There you go. Uh, I think I'm ready to go. All right. Three, two, one. In a weird way, is two qualify with Georgia? Georgia, final answer. All right. Alabama, final answer. That is number three. What was Georgia? Number two. And the timer is not making a sound. We made a mistake uploading it. But it's on. It's on. UCLA, final answer. That is number one. Uh, all right. I'm sorry, Georgia was number five. All right, we got one, two, five. One, three, right. five. One, three, five. Correct. Um, right now. Running back position, Boston College. Uh, Eddie Lacy was Alabama. I'm just going through position groups right now. Punters, anything kickers. Um, J.K. Scott was Alabama. That's why it's up there. Lacy. Oh, uh, man, this is hard. This is What about hard. wide receivers? Anything there? I mean, Tennessee. Uh, is there something with USC? Two minutes. Holy cow. We got it. Uh, I'm a little worried here, Benny. Um, Why don't we just think of, like, schools Big that schools, have a lot of draft, draft picks? picks. Like Ohio, Ohio State. State. Like, oh, Ma- Josh center. Myers and uh, Corey Lindsley. Ohio State final answer. All right, we'll take that. That's fine. Um, Clemson, uh, Amari Rogers. Outside of Amari Rogers, who we got? Um, last ten years. Though, I'm just so thinking back. of good teams. Um, Oregon. I mean, you've got. I don't know, like A and M. They t- took two A and M guys in one year, but I don't know if that carries through year to year. Well, they got nine other years. Joshy, I hate your smile. I'm going to smack you. Um, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, LSU, LSU, final answer. Ah. And one minute. I'm panicking. Utah State? Why Utah State? Jordan Love, Thackerel, Utah State. I don't know if there's a third. Cincinnati, Michigan, final answer. Michigan is. I, I realize now that most of these are tied with three players. So Michigan. But we don't have time for this. Six. Uh, well, then do we take A and M or Utah? Because Utah State. Because we know we've got both. They both have two at least. A and M final. Utah oh. State. You want to do that as okay? Sweet final. Utah State. So we have one, two, three, four, five correct and two wrong, and nineteen seconds. Uh, Stanford? Ty Montgomery? Blake Martinez? Stanford, final answer. You need one more? Um, Purdue, final answer. Where's Purdue? Four. Oh, Oh, that was three. Sorry, I panicked. I was just thinking Purdue. Who's the edge rusher they had from Purdue that I'm thinking of? I don't know, but there was a good one that didn't go to the Packers. Who? What else would we have guessed? All right, let's hear the full top 10 list. What are we missing? The top 10. We've got five from UCLA. Um, we got that. We got Bama. Two was Mississippi State with four players. 
Bama was three with three players. Cal was three with three players. Uh, Georgia, Michigan, South Florida, Stanford, and Utah State all had three players. And Wisconsin has three players. Aberderis, Vince Beagle, and Cole Van Lannan. They drafted Beagle? This yeah, sucks. fourth round. I hate letting the family down. Uh, we know what that is, is that we've shoved it in Joshy's face for so long. He's double birding us right now on video. That now <laughs> he's just making impossible lines. Like That's a very hard thing to identify. Yeah, I also don't appreciate the way he is... Texting us in our group chat right now. Suck no, it, Josh. It's fun. Hey, I'm good with. We talk smack on him all the time. He. It's just the one time every what sick like. Yeah, I mean, every now and again, he's got to load the deck for himself. Happens. I mean, you already beat one producer today in Jesse Nelson. Let the other hall monitor get his win in Josh Dimaggio. Well, and I also won in life by going to the Princeton Club earlier today. I put it out on Twitter at Ben Bruss because Mark Chimura, Chewy from Jen Gabe and Chewy, did half reps of bench uh, for the Bucks winning 15 games. I did 16 at 165. Full reps. Full reps with my guy, Maddie, bettering myself the right way, not fake tough like Chewy, getting strong at the Princeton Club. With their Madison locations, with the location in New Berlin, free childcare, the cleanest health clubs in the Wisconsin area, plus a vibe and a community at the club that you want to be a part of because you feel like you can better yourself every time you go. They have something for everyone, so if you are thinking about bettering yourself and your health, don't wait. Go to the Princeton Club. Sign up and figure out how you can get to your better tomorrow because I've done it for a year and I cannot wait to keep going on my journey. Ben Bross, Greg Scalzo, Alex G, Josh DiMaggio, you the Scalzo and Russ family calling, texting 844-770-3776. We will get back to our DeAndre Hopkins conversation. Would you give up a second round pick for him? Plus, what does Jeff Darlington think today? It's all coming up. Scalzo and Bross presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Bruss. It doesn't sound like you think you have the charm. Oh, don't. You don't I was think you have no, Joshy, Greg. there's no way Ben would have been able to get that Greg, table. Did he lose his fastball? I think he might have. Come on, guys. Uh, he's getting a little older, but not that much older. I just, I don't know. Guys. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Bruss podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and your podcasts. Rodgers' conversation continues to churn on. I'm going to go ahead and say March 6th. We will get an answer from Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm hearing from my sources. It's on Monday. I'll take the over. I think next week, but Monday news drop? I guess he then stays on the news cycle all week. Bleeds into some Tuesday conversation, whether he joins the McAfee uh, circus or not. Then um, everyone on Get Up and ESPN will rip him. It's also what I'm hearing, but there's a lot of chatter going on right now. You put your ear to the ground, a lot of chatter. 844-770-3776. Again, 844-770-ESPN. The number to get into the show. We'll open the phone lines. We will get to your text as well. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I said I'd love to have him, if, uh, uh, and you agree, Benny. Uh, we both agree that if Aaron Rodgers comes back, go Give for it. Him. Take the swing. If he's gone, you're building for the future anyway. Why are you tying up this much money in an 
a uh, wide receiver on the wrong side of 30 if you're building around Jordan Love. Uh, Josh DiMaggio is the purported uh, Aaron Rodgers hater and the Brian Gutekunst number one fan. Do you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, I tend to agree with what you guys are saying. I don't think it's that far off. All right. Whoa. Uh, the latest from today from Jeff Darlington, who has taken us on a roller coaster ride of emotions over the Aaron Rodgers saga of 2023. Just give us the latest cup from today, G, talking about how he believes that the Packers are done, quote unquote, kissing the ring. Publicly and privately, the vibe is the same. And that is that no longer does it feel like the Packers are simply going to kiss the ring of Aaron Rodgers and say, we need you back. We got to have you back. It, it is no longer that tone. It is, if you want to be a part of this organization, you need to call us, you need to commit, you need to show us that that is going to be the case. And that is a very different tone. And that is, by the way, problematic if, in fact, you do want Aaron Rodgers back. Because now we have, we're talking about two egos here. One person who's a franchise quarterback and, and who believes that he has done uh, a, a great deal for this organization, and another in a person who is overseeing an organization he believes is bigger than any one player. So unless these two sides do decide, if one of them decides we need to keep this going, it feels headed in a very direct, very uh, clear direction, and that is the idea of considering Aaron Rodgers departing the Green Bay Packers. Doesn't that sound like, and I'm guessing the person he's referring to is Goody, right? Although the fact that it still remains somewhat unclear, is he talking more about Mark Murphy? But uh, let's assume that it's Goody, right? Doesn't it feel like this is a little bit of like your parents are putting their foot down right now? Like, hey, now we're serious. You're going to, you know, your curfew's at late. 10 p.m. Like, you're, you're, you might be 18 years old now, but your curfew's at 10 p.m. But you've been going out till midnight and 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. We're going to give you a timeout. We're going to ground you if you stay out past your curfew. That's how it feels to me, where it feels like a team with so little power just trying to hang on to whatever. um... Yeah! Exilites! Used to lift to this in college. I think the joke is just what we heard from the Darlington Cup. I know. I love when they play the background music. Let's give some hot takes. So I, I, I don't I don't believe that the Packers are gonna have a hard line and if Aaron says I'm coming back, I'm not coming to uh I'm not coming to off season workouts, deal with it. I mean look, Jeff Darlington's being like Ben is so much better suited to talk with this music yeah. behind him. All right, Ben, just go. Jeff Darlington's on ESPN talking about Oh, look at us now. We're the Green Bay Packers. We're going to act like this is all direct now. You guys are the least direct organization that's ever been in the NFL. Like, Brian Gutekunst, now you want to do your bidding through Jeff Darlington and say, hey, this looks like we're not going to kiss the ring. We're not going to give Aaron Rodgers what he wants. But guess what? If Aaron Rodgers says, I want to come back to Green Bay, all this, we're going to, he's going to be on his knees like Jesse Nelson was to me after I whooped him in bowling. He's going to say, oh, Aaron. You know, all the, all the stuff you heard in the media, we didn't put that out there. We want you back because Goody doesn't have any gumption. Because if he did, he wouldn't be putting his foot down now. He would have put his foot down a long time ago. It was less than two weeks ago. Sleep with one eye open. Just starting to rip some buys and tries. Lights. 
Sorry, I'm deep in 2012 sophomore to junior year summer vibes right now. Ben is at the top of it. He is as happy as he gets having A, put up 16 full reps of 165 this morning and then wiping the floor with the hall monitor, Jesse Nelson, beating him by 49 pins in the bowl off this afternoon. I also had 50 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists, 6 for 6 from the free throw line. In Remember what we yesterday. said about me complimenting you? Didn't you didn't know that one yet, so you can I know, throw that out there. I know, but my point is it makes you sound like you bring yourself. Everyone can kind of get behind Ben until you drop in the last part, and then it's... I can't help myself, Greg. So it's less than two weeks ago when Darlington basically says uh, that it, the Packers would have already made the move to love if they were that enamored with him. Wow. He also what a gave heel us, turn. He also said a very important source told him Rodgers will be back. So if the Packers are drawing a hard line with Rodgers, and Rodgers is going to be back, who wins that battle? Rodgers. Rodgers! Rodgers wins this. this. This is so easy. If Aaron wants to come back to the Packers, what's Goody going to say? Like, they could have as many conversations conversations as they want, but Aaron is under contract. Like, is Goody going to really say, if you don't show up to OTAs, you're behind Jordan Love? That would be wasting an asset that you're paying $60 million and $30 million in cap to. And guess what? Aaron probably wouldn't... Aaron has mentioned he would be opening to restructuring his deal. Aaron would be like, here's the bird, Goot. I'm coming back. I'm going to be under center, un- under-, under center, and you just got to deal with it. Like... Aaron continues to have the most leverage no matter what Jeffy Darlington says, no matter who in the media says whatever. If Aaron wants to be a Packer, he has all the control. And that's what makes all of this so funny when the conjecture comes out. Eggs in lights! Benny's feeling it. If you want your and your business to feel it, fill it with smart spaces. Maybe at a certain time of the day you want the speaker to come out with some active music. Speaker fire, down. Fire up your sales team, you know, fire up the team in general. With the technology that Smart Spaces can integrate into the interior of your office. It's easy. They helped us install the technology that we have. Uh, at the ESPN Milwaukee offices uh, in downtown Milwaukee. We got speakers that we could program to play different stations, different times of the day, however we want to. We've got conference rooms that are set to survive, and not only survive, but thrive in today's virtual world. Our company's space is now smarter, technologically integrated, and able to perform beautifully across all virtual meeting environments, all while that technology is integrated beautifully into the interior of our office. That's what Smart Spaces did for us. That's what they could do for you. They get you the right technology for the right reasons with a listen-first culture to learn your businesses needs and provide seamless solutions for your office check out how you can improve your business today smartspaceswi.com that's smartspaceswi.com goody versus aaron who wins next gals and ross presented by bud light what a guitar solo baby you're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Russ. It's hard for me to put into terms, but at some point, I just respect Jesse Nelson for the way he plans his life. He's, it's better than all of us put together. I'm not I don't know. Percent. I think I one-up him. Are you now upset that Jesse is better than you at skipping out on work and blatantly just presenting excuses that shouldn't be acceptable excuses? No, I, I take that back. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts.
said please Jack Jones Big one for the Badgers Tonight As they host Purdue at the Kohl Center Meanwhile in the Big Ten Women's Tournament Wisconsin leads Purdue 17-7 to Let's go Lady Badgers Heading to the end of the first quarter <laughs> But I do have to give a shout out because you know what tomorrow is. It's Friday, baby, and it's fish fry season all around Wisconsin. And Potosi Brewing does it better than anybody else with their cave ale. That 5.5% ABV is absolutely amazing because you can go to PotosiBrewing.com for a full list of participating locations this fish fry season. Over 250 bars and restaurants in southern and central Wisconsin to bring a variety of dishes and fish fries, but just know with that variety, you can pair it with the Cave Ale of 5.5% from Potosi. Potosi Brewing Company, an absolutely amazing brewery, also makes delicious beers, and non-for-profit, they are the absolute best. Make sure you go to PotosiBrewing.com to see those locations where you can get the Cave Ale and the delicious fish fry, but also vote for your favorite fish fry. Epitosebrewing.com. Ben Bruss, Greg Scalzo, Alex G, Josh Dimaggio holding down here on Scalzo and Brust and on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust. Uh, you've got the polls posted earlier today by Joshi Dimaggio. Reportedly, it only cost a second round pick to trade for DeAndre Hopkins of the Arizona Cardinals. So we first ask, would you trade a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback next season. 68% of the Scalzo and Bros family said yes. 32% said no. That's low to me. Like, isn't everything that everyone's been asking for in the Aaron Rodgers tenure is for Goody to give him weapons, right? Everyone goes insane when the Packers don't draft a wide receiver in the first round. I'd make an argument that it's more important to get a DeAndre Hopkins in with Aaron Rodgers than trying to build somebody up. I mean, the time has passed for that. Well, James D. chimes in with a comment, says Hopkins is 31, hasn't played a full season in two years, and hasn't broken 750 yards in two seasons. Now, I think those two things are directly correlated with each other. Uh, the fact that are, are, are connected with each other, the fact that he hasn't played a full season in two years makes sense that he hasn't gotten over 750 yards in those two years. Correct. James continues, receivers often fall off after 30. He's likely washed. And, and I don't entirely disagree, which is why there's no chance in hell I would trade for him if, uh, if uh, Jordan Love was the quarterback next year. And when we asked that question, it was 55-45 saying, yes, they'd still trade for him uh, uh, to not trade for him. But if you're all in on 23, which is, has to be the mindset of Aaron Rodgers is back in Green Bay, you don't have much to lose because that second-round pick ain't making as much of an impact even as a semi-washed DeAndre Hopkins. And you obviously want to get some intel in terms of how good you think he is at this point. But when he's at his best, he is a top receiver in the NFL. And guess what, Greg? What's Goody going to do with the second-round pick? Probably make everyone mad because everyone thinks Goody has done a poor job in the draft. So if you think he's done a poor job in the draft, you might as well take a risk on somebody who could be an instant producer for a team that needs more weapons than two younger guys or a slant receiver in Al Lazard if he comes back. If you look at the stats for Arizona's offense over the last two seasons and the splits between when DeAndre Hopkins is healthy and playing versus when he's not playing, it's two completely different teams. He made, he made. I'm not going to say he makes, 
He made a Devontae Adams-like impact on the passing game wherever he's been, whether it was in Houston with with Deshaun Watson or in Arizona with Kyler Murray. Teddy in Watertown, whoever has a problem with the money, says $56 million over the last two years of his contract is, is way too high. So we we would we would we would have signed Devonte Adams at a very similar amount though at this close to the same age. I still look back and Joshy write this down. I keep giving Joshy gold uh, uh, to incorporate into the shows uh, moving forward. We still have that great coaching topic that I think we can uh, we can we can take off ice here at some point. This one though, Joshy, is the Packers' biggest mistake over the last year: re-signing Aaron Rodgers or? Not re-signing Devontae Adams. And I know people will be like, oh, they couldn't. They could have franchise tagged him. The fact that they let De- uh, Devontae get away, was that the bigger mistake than bringing Aaron back? What was the bigger mistake? We'll hit that in future shows here. I don't know why Josh keeps flipping me off here. You can talk, can't you? I can talk. You have a microphone in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gave I can talk. I gave you the finger because I put it on the show sheet yesterday. You guys just ignored it. <laughs> Well, you didn't put it on today. Didn't put it on today. <laughs> Fair. That's on me. Hey, pat on the back producer. to me. My fault. You know what, G? I agree. I mean, yesterday was the Aubrey Marcus. Uh, like we, you know, we we were reacting to Aubrey Marcus. But no, I I think it's an interesting concept because I do think that, uh, uh, in my opinion, letting Devontae go was such a massive, massive failure for that Packers organization. Now. In that conversation, are we able to work in the thought process of in the future if, conversation we're planning on having? In, in the future, con- we're planning to <laughs> make a, a plan. Show. I, we're planning to make a plan right now okay. at the end of this show. You know, that's what great radio shows do. They don't talk about what they're doing in the present; they talk about the future. In that scenario, are we able to talk about Devontae Adams if they bring him back? Are they still able to bring back Rodgers? Or is it just you can either have one or the other? No, I'm saying like they made a mistake in not bringing uh, Devontae back with Aaron. Yeah, 1,000 million percent. But without Devontae, Aaron obviously was not nearly as valuable as, ha- as he had been uh, in years past. And, and again, you know, and, and I've got Teddy in Watertown, I believe, chiming Teddy. back in saying, uh, yes, but Devontae was increasing production, not decreasing. I, I get it. I understand. I also, you want to look at the game log from uh, from DeAndre Hopkins this past year. Like, the dude had more 100-yard receiving games than any Packer player did last season. And he had an average-to-below-average quarterback. Well, especially when and Kyler, Col- when and Kyler McCoy was playing was sometimes. Down. Like, you know, he, came, he comes back in October. He has four, uh, 10 catches for 103 yards, 12 catches for 159 yards, 10 catches for 98 yards, 9 catches for 91 yards, uh, 4 catches for 87 yards and a tutty. Um, like, I, I, think it, I think the dude could produce. I do think he could produce with Aaron Rodgers. You'd have to do your due diligence on his health, but provided that he is healthy, maybe he's not DeAndre Hopkins in his pure prime, but he sure is hell better than anything else you've got, and it gives you a little bit of room to grow Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson in a positive way. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. If Aaron Rodgers ain't the quarterback. Don't want him. Don't want him. Just, do you know how nice it would be, like, I, I now that we watched an entire season without Devontae Adams, like what Christian Watson did in, in those three four games was fun, but let's not let's not be you know let's be real with ourselves. DeAndre Hopkins can go make a play. Christian Watson would have to get out in space and ca- like because he'd have to just use his speed. 
Badgers-Purdue coming up at 8 o'clock in Beaver Dam. In Madison, you get the girls' sectional semis next with uh, Monona Grove Silver Eagles there. In Milwaukee, it's the Marquette Basketball Hour with Jen Latta.